Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This week it's episode 107, A Fantastic Adventure. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about World Nomad's new promotion, um, The Fantastic Adventure. Perhaps not surprisingly, this episode of the Indie Travel Podcast is brought to you by WorldNomads.com. WorldNomads.com provide great value global travel insurance. You can buy, extend, and claim online, even if you're already traveling. All policyholders also get free travel blogs, safety advice, and language guides for your iPod. WorldNomads.com. Keep traveling safely. Well, this week we have been in Auckland doing a multitude of things that you need to actually set up and stay somewhere for a few months. This is really weird for us. We haven't stopped for a while. We did stop in Perth, and that was frustrating too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So our travel plans over the next little while are a bit up in the air. We're going to be based in New Zealand until the end of the year. We're looking at going to our Tonga in about two weeks, which we're really excited about. And we're mainly going to be traveling around the Pacific and uh, exploring New Zealand. Really looking forward to discovering New Zealand a bit more. Obviously, we've just done this cool road trip in a spaceship, which was absolutely excellent. And um, we'd like to see more of the North Island. I want to head north. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's all good. Oh, um, so there's going to be lots of video coming up soon. I know I keep promising it, but I've actually got a couple of videos edited. So, wow, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> so we'll be starting the, uh, the second season of video podcasts really soon. But we better get into today because we're talking to three different people about um, this fantastic adventure. It's your chance to get flown to Australia, tour around it at someone else's expense, do lots of cool touristy things, and it's just pretty awesome. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. I want to do it. It's um, called the World Nomads Fantastic Adventure, and we're going to be following it over the next year or so as as the lead-up starts and as people are actually on the road. Yeah, because whoever wins, and there's going to be seven people or seven groups of people who get to do this, is going to be producing a podcast for us on the show. So I've been trying to get more voices, more interviews on this year, and we're going to have all these great guest podcasts from people who have just been having a ball in Australia, and uh, we'll find out what it's like to travel there. Today we're speaking with a few people. Firstly, Amanda Byrne from World Nomads. She's heading up the program. Secondly, Peter Burke from Traveller's Autobahn. He's giving us some safety advice about driving in Australia. And thirdly, Amanda Presner, one of the famous Lost Girls travel bloggers. She blogged about her travels in Australia in the World Nomads van. So even if you're not interested in being flown to Australia and travelling around for free as uh, part of this deal... What? G- what? Who's not interested in that? Some people don't like sun and free good travel. times. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of these people, unsubscribe to the podcast now. <laughs> um, but if you do like all kinds of uh, free travel experiences. And even if you don't, even if Australia is not in your agenda for the next year or so, then um, keep listening because you'll hear some great travel stories. But first, we'd better let Amanda Byrne tell us more about what's happening. I guess it's what we're calling the, the ultimate Aussie road trip. Um, so if you can imagine it, it's a bit of a, a relay trip around Australia in a sort of a crazy zooped up uh, camper van. Um, so we'll have seven teams of people each, um, each taking it for a leg for six weeks. Um, creating a, a whole trip around Australia and we'll be getting them to, um, to 
document their adventures along the way. So doing videos and podcasts and photos and blogs and sharing, basically sharing their road trip adventure with the rest of the travel community so we can see what it's all about. Um, so we'll basically provide the, the teams with the camp van all, all kitted up, ready for, ready for camping. Um, they'll get money towards petrol and plus they're going to get a whole stack of free uh, activities to enjoy along the way. So it might be, um, could be skydiving or diving with sharks or gold panning out in the outback. So a real range of, of really fun activities. Um, and yeah, they've got six weeks to record it all. And then at the end of it, they create a, a, a mini doco of their six-week adventure. And then we'll open it up to the travel community to vote for their favourite doco. And the, the winner will get $10,000 in cash plus um, two Virgin Blue domestic flights in Australia. Right, so right, that's it in a nutshell, yeah. That's Australian dollars, isn't it? That's Aussie, yep, Aussie yeah, dollars. That's still yeah. a lot of beer money. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It'll get you quite far. <laughs> well, it should keep you travelling in Australia for for a good a good while after if you win. So there's going to be seven teams doing seven different legs of travel. I asked Amanda where those legs lead. So, for example, it runs from the first first one is uh, from Cairns to Brisbane. Uh, then we're from Brisbane down to Sydney, Sydney down to Melbourne, a lap of Tasmania, um, back up across to South Australia and Adelaide, up through the middle of Australia to Northern Territory in Darwin, and then across to Western Australia, finishing up in Perth. So you can apply for a particular leg. You can apply for as many as you like. Um, obviously, you're really going to win one. Um, <laughs> but it, it is up to you to, to get yourself to um, the point of, of, of where your trip starts. So once you get yourself there, um, as I said, we throw you the keys to the van. So you've, you've got your accommodation sorted in the van. Um, plus, obviously, with all the partners that we have on board, um, like YHA, there are, um, there's accommodation on the road as well if you need it. Um, and then all the, the great activities that I was talking about before. Peter Burke is the Managing Director of the Travellers Autobahn in Australia. They rent and sell vehicles to backpackers and independent travellers. And they're supplying the vehicle for this fantastic adventure. We asked Peter what it's like to road trip in Aussie. There's not many places in the world you can get in a car and drive for five days straight without crossing a border, passport control, or, or getting yourself into any kind of um, you know serious danger. It's a relatively safe place. Um, yes, Australia trades on its flora and fauna and wildlife and all of that, but it's pretty benign. Uh-huh. Um, flora and fauna can eat you. Is that the um? <laughs> yeah, there's no lions or tigers, uh, and um, no no highway robbers on the whole either. So, no, relatively benign. However, the distances are huge. So, um, if you're uh, if you've got attention deficit disorder, um, it might be in fact a very good place to come and get over that. <laughs> Where, um, because it's part of the journey. Um, you're, you're not, you know, I wouldn't, a bus trip through Europe, for example, you might be looking out the window at rivers and castles and cities and things, you know, constantly changing scenery. In Australia, um, with the huge distances and the, and the scenery being what it is, you, you know, you don't expect to be um, entertained constantly out the window it's more about the journey. It's not where you're going. It's about getting there. Even in the middle of summer, you could um, find a beach somewhere, 
school holidays, peak season. You can find a beach where you put the first footprints on that beach uh, every day. Um, so whether it's looking for some peace, serenity, solitude, or whether you want to be uh, amongst some action, big cities, nightlife, whatever, it's got, you can do whatever you want. At least you think this is going to be a dull red trip. Amanda's got stacks of free activities lined up for the winners of each leg. We'll be giving you a stack of um, really cool free activities that should keep you keep you busy on the road and help you, I guess, map out an itinerary. So, for example, in Queensland, some of the free stuff that you can do is um, you could go sailing on the Whit Sundays. You could do a, a five day dive course, you can go whitewater rafting on the Tully River, we've got a camping safari out at um, Fraser Island, which is one of the largest excuse me, sand islands in the world, um, there's aerobatic flights with a, on a tiger moth joyride, um, jet boating, kayaking, I mean, you, you'll just be absolutely sport for choice, so plenty of things to keep you busy on the road. Um, but as we said, it's up to you. You know, this is your adventure. You know, we want you to share it with us. So you decide what you do. We just give you the tools and say, these are the places you can go. These are the amazing things that you can do and um, and leave it up to you to decide. And then six weeks later, back into the Travels Autobahn down at Brisbane, ready to hand over the, the van to the next um to the next team who'll be taking it on down to uh, New South Wales. So from Brisbane, travelling all the way down through to Sydney. Now, all of this sounded fantastic, almost too good to be true, and I'm always worried about that. Yeah, we decided to get in touch with someone who'd actually had the World Nomads van before and find out what they did on the road. Amanda Presner is one of the Lost Girls. They have a popular blog which has covered their travels over the last few years, and they're writing a book about their world trip. They picked up the van on the East Coast, and Craig asked them where they went. We went to um, the Blue Mountains to watch some kangaroos boxing and and see where people go abseiling and to see the Three Sisters, which is this amazing rock formation that, uh, you know, is somewhere off in the mountains, kind of in this viewing area. And we went to Barrington Tops to do a bit of camping. We went to the Hunter Valley to sample some of the, the delicious wines that are produced in that region and up through Byron Bay to our final destination, which was Secret Spot X, which was a surf camp that you could only find once you were, you know, about 30 kilometers outside of one of the major towns up there. And you called the, the surf camp and they gave you the final directions to get to the camp, um, which was a fantastic spot to learn to surf. So we found out about a lot of these things through uh, the World Nomads um, the people representing World Nomads, and just went off and experienced Oz. Peter also had some fantastic road trip stories. Window down, wind in your hair, your own music on the, on the, on the deck, and, you know, you're in control of where you go and what you want to do. I mean, Sonny's on. Why do people spend so much money on certain cars? Everyone, is, 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 people get behind the wheel of a car and they whether they're just driving to work. And if they're in a good car, they feel good. So you're driving up the coast in some beat-up, huge old Aussie wagon with your surfing stickers all over it, the music's playing, and you cruise past the uh, the Avis car or the, uh, the, the the bus, and you look at people on that, and you just have that sense of, yeah, I'm doing it better than you guys. That's part of, you know, the, the road trip. But, I mean, there's a whole lot of things... Um, when you're driving through the outback, how can we say this, you know, like 
uh, you're just not going to see a, a road that straight for that long. The, the roadkill everywhere, the smell of the roadkill. You stop at four or five in the afternoon because if you drive any later, you risk hitting a kangaroo. But at, in some areas, you know, if it's a, maybe it's cattle country or something, at four or five in the afternoon, you can't even scratch yourself because of the amount of flies. Um, pulling into an outback town, which has got a petrol station and a pub, and you, you walk into the pub and you're a celebrity. I ended up speaking to Peter for almost an hour. We talked about buying and renting cars in Aussie, why road tripping is better than travelling by other means, what kind of car to buy, and all sorts of safety advice and stories from um, his many, many kilometres on the road. Um, But we just couldn't fit it all into this show. No, we're going to publish the whole interview separately. But one thing we didn't want to skip was um, talking about hitting a kangaroo. Now, We've seen dozens of kangaroo carcasses as roadkill on the road, but um, who hits these things? A lot of people want to. A lot of Australian cars have bull bars on them. Now, if you live in a in a country town and by necessity you have to drive at night sometimes, then a bull bar might be useful. It might prevent a little bit of damage if you have a, a, a you know a low speed accident with an animal, but. A, a bull bar for a traveller is a, a backpack is probably no good. It might give a false sense of security. You got to ask yourself why you're driving at night. I just can't imagine there is strong enough reason for you to be driving at night. And when you're driving down a road and you see more dead kangaroos than you see live kangaroos, then you know if you want to drive there at night, you're going to meet one of those guys and you'll be responsible for his death. A kangaroo does a lot of damage to a car. I mean, a lot of damage. Then there's the possibility of the the animal actually coming in through the windscreen, depending on where you hit it. Then there's also the possibility that it's not a kangaroo you hit. It could be a a giant piece of beef. Um, A lot of the roads are unfenced. There's a lot of cattle out there and and they, they... they're huge. So you need to stop about four, five in the afternoon. You don't want – dusk is probably worse than the middle of the night. And dawn, you can't get up at sunrise and hit the road. You've got to wait till the sun's quite high in the sky, you know, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, you dry, Tailgating a truck uh, won't save you from hitting a kangaroo. Driving extra fast, so by the time they've left out, they're behind you, won't work. Um, and they are, they're like those very, very bouncy rubber balls. You can't predict which way they're going to bounce. And uh, when you're driving at night, they get mesmerized by the lights, and they'll just stand there, stand there, stand there, stand there. And just as you come past and the light and the shadow behind them moves a bit quicker, they'll jump into the path of the car. So, like uh, we said, we'll be publishing the whole interview with Peter as a separate article on the site. Um, We're not going to chuck it into the iTunes feed, so make sure you come by the site, IndieTravelPodcast.com, in the next fortnight, and you'll be able to find it there. It's really, really good advice, and plenty of funny, good stories uh, if you're looking to travel in Aussie. And since you'll be at the site, you can also sign up for the weekly mailing list, because we'll be announcing on that too. Now, talking of crashing, which um, I hope nobody does, not into kangaroos or into cows or into anything. Road signs, basically. lamps, 
fences. Just don't crash. Don't really good idea. Please, yeah, please don't crash. But the Lost Girls have um, the the honor of the prestige (laughs) of being the only people who have managed to crash the van. So here's Amanda again. So we were in Hunter Valley and we had just finished up our, our day of wine touring. I wouldn't say that we were tipsy or anything. We were we were doing pretty well, but we were just driving through a parking lot of one of the um, the wineries, and I think it was one of the wineries that had maybe a hotel in it. Jen was, you know, just happy as a clam, driving around trying to figure out how to get out of the parking lot, and went under one of the the awnings or porticos uh, in in the winery. And I guess she really wasn't thinking that the vehicle was as tall as it was, or just wasn't thinking about it at all. And all of a sudden, we just hear crunch, crunch, like, you know, fiberglass going everywhere. And I just cringed into a little ball in my seat and waited for it to be over. And when it stopped, we had sort of wedged ourselves underneath this portico or awning. And the entire top of the van had crumpled down, which we assured her at the time. We're like, oh, it's not too bad. We'll just bang it out. We'll just get a hammer. And (laughs) so... We, you know, made our profuse apologies to the people at the winery and um, gave them our insurance information. And we stayed on, actually, in Hunter Valley because it was the weekend and it started to rain. So these guys who were working one of the the, balloon aloft, which is a a balloon uh, company there, saw that we'd gotten in trouble and came out with piles of duct tape and duct taped every exposed piece of the roof. For us, so that so you know, at least we wouldn't cause further damage when the rain finally came down and you know flooded our vehicle. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of was a lesson in you know Aussie friendliness and resourcefulness that that people actually took hours of their own time out to do that. So you've got a free van from an insurance company and you crash it. Um, what happens when you show up with the van? And moreover, you know, what were we going to say to the world nomads people when they saw that we'd ruined their 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 baby? But we got back into town and uh, showed up at Auto Barn, which is, you know, where the vehicle had been uh, created originally. And everybody applauded when we drove in and they were all in good spirits and kind of gave us hugs and said, you know, don't worry about it. This is why, you know, we're, ins- we're an insurance company. And um, and actually gave us a, a small compact vehicle that was an automatic that we could all drive so that we wouldn't have to end our World Nomads journey um, you know, prematurely. So that was a really amazing thing that they did and, you know, just made us so thrilled to be working for them and with them. So I think we've got a pretty good idea about how much of an adventure this trip's going to be. You've got adventure sports opportunities, you've got the freedom of the road in a weird environment in Australia, really is quite weird. Uh, Big city party scenes of Sydney and Melbourne and tiny outback towns with just a pub and a petrol station. Yeah, it really is going to be great. And World Nomads is going to fly you there um, pick up a lot of the tab, at least, uh, I think it's a thousand bucks of petrol. All the activities are going to give you all of the equipment. Um, I think you have to buy your own beer cause those tabs can get really high. <laughs> but they're not going to fly you home. You're going to be stuck in the street. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It's not true. So in return, you'll upload photos, videos, uh, you'll write an online journal. And eventually when you finish up, you'll make a audio podcast and a video documentary. Um, and we're going to be featuring those here. Yeah. The biggest thing is that you'll get that featured on the on our website. Oh yeah. That's Indie Travel price. Podcast for Life. <laughs> All seven documentaries will be judged, and the best documentary is going to get 10000 bucks cash. That's Australian dollars. 
But that's still quite a lot. That's still real money. Yeah, that's all good. So why are we doing this promotion instead of applying? (laughs) Well, I wanted to apply, so I'm not sure how this happened. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, (laughs) (laughs) because we just ruled ourselves out for some reason, we asked World Nomads what they're looking for and how you can apply. So to apply, well, because this is all about, I mean, ultimately... You're going to be creating the, the mini documentary, a mini video documentary that the travel community are going to be voting on. So uh, it makes sense to to get people to show us that they're that they're pretty good, they're um, pretty handy in that medium. Um, so you need to put together a two minute or less video of yourself, telling us uh, what you'd do on your ultimate Aussie road adventure, how you'd um, how you'd seek adventure. Um, and so we're looking for people with a bit of personality. I mean, the the world. The world travel community is going to be watching you for six weeks, so we're really looking for people with something interesting to say. Um, and really, we're just looking for people to entertain us. Like, we literally want people to go out there and create and have the most fun, amazing road trip they possibly can and just to share it with us. And we're also obviously looking for people that can are capable of producing quality content, so I guess it would be good to, to show us that in your submission. So be creative, uh, entertain us, tell us what you'd, what you'd do on your trip, how you'd seek adventure, um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're looking for. Cool. And are you after any kind of uh, technical abilities displayed in the in the video? Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, we are looking for people that can produce, are capable of producing the quality content. So I guess we'd, we'll be looking at the video they produced. Um, I mean, you know, you don't need to be Steve. You don't need to be Steven Spielberg. We do provide the equipment for the people on the road, so they can produce. Um, video and podcasts and and photos and that sort of thing um but we do want to see that people you know that it is a bit of a passion of theirs um to to create content to share what they're doing with the world um there's no point going on the road and having fun and not telling anybody about it so yeah we do need to see that that people are um have some experience and are, are passionate about about creating content on the road so we'll have heaps more details in the show notes at IndieTravelPodcast.com. We'll make it a hot topic on the homepage so you can find it really easily. Or you could try fantastic.worldnomads.com. If Australia's in your travel plans in the next 12 months, or it's in your travel dreams for any time, you've really got to be mad not to apply for this. This yeah, it's is awesome. Um, if you're planning on blogging your travels, or you've already got a travel blog, or a YouTube channel, or anything like that, the publicity you'll be able to get here is awesome. So, so do it. Do it. Just do it. Go, go apply. Um, who wouldn't? I don't know. Some don't people know. don't like to travel, Craig. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we think you're weird, but um, so we'd like to say. So we'd like to thank Amanda Byrne from World Nomads, Peter Burke from Travellers Autobahn Australia, and Amanda Presnitz from LostGirlsWorld.com for coming on today's show. And do keep an eye out for Peter's interview coming up on the site sometime soon. Now, over the last month, we were running a competition for $100 of iTunes or Amazon vouchers. In order to win, people had to leave a review in the iTunes store, then leave a comment on the site. Over the next few weeks, we'll share some of those reviews with you. Yeah, so today's comes from the iTunes store in the UK, and this one's from uh, Roddy... Roddy Kun. Roddy Kun. I don't know how to pronounce that. He says, or she says, This podcast gives practical travel advice for the traveller just beginning his journeys and the seasoned explorer. 
Useful reviews about cities and places with need-to-know facts and information for anybody planning on visiting the particular places. The light-hearted tone of the podcast, along with short anecdotes and stories of their travel experiences, leave for an enjoyable and interesting... Something. Bye. Le? Le. Le. Oh, what's happened to our computer screen? I have no idea. But it's a must for all budding travellers out there. Five stars. So Listen, that's what will be. Yeah? Listen. Listen, must be. I don't know. Our screen's gone weird. If anyone <laughs> wants to sponsor us a new MacBook Pro, we're in the market. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks very much, Riley. Come for your review. Um, if anyone else wants to leave us a review, simply look us up in the iTunes store and... Um, click the review button. That'd be awesome. And if you've got something to say or have a travel question you'd like answered, please email us using us using the contact form at IndieTravelPodcast.com or email mail at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors again and tell you about a great initiative they've set up. At WorldNomads.com, you can also support a Footprints community development project when you purchase your travel insurance online. WorldNomads.com. Keep traveling safely. So that's us for this week. Go apply for Fantastic. And until next week, travel well.